0: I'm Dante Centauri, and I love to talk about insects.
1: I'm Mia Centauri, and I also love to talk about insects.
0: So we'll be talking about insects together on Insect, Insect View.
1: View. Hi. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome to Insect View. Uh, today, we are talking about the common water strider. So it's a fun little guy you see in basically every stream or pond uh ever <laughs> so
0: yeah fun fact about water sh- the water in general the only the only marine insect or it might be the only fully marine insect but there is a type of water that lives out oh, yeah? in the open ocean
1: what do they do out there huh?
0: yeah i don't know they, they found some miles offshore they, they'll just be kind of hanging out next to some floating good dead carcass eating it so.
1: that's really yeah really it's, it's it's a good um it's good to know you know what you want out of life and I think if you want to live mm-hmm. on a dead carcass in the middle of the ocean, that's, you know, that, that's that's your choice. And I think that's a, it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, the The market is hot yeah. for dead carcasses. Prices have yeah, never been lower. People
1: love dead carcasses. The time like, is now. The
0: Fed just lowered interest rates. Yeah. Now is the time to buy. So carve a little hole <laughs> yeah. in that rotting corpse. Make it your own. All
1: right. As far as. The actual bug, though, that we're going to talk about. We're mostly going to be talking about, like, the freshwater ones.
0: We're mostly going to be talking about Aquarius Remigis, which is the common water strider. And this is, it's it's pretty common. You'll see it, it just, like, it's looks a bit like a, you know those chopped almonds? Um,
1: I do, and now I kind of wish I didn't see the resemblance, so you you ruined almonds for me. They,
0: they do, though. They look a little bit like a chopped almond, you know?
1: They do. It's very unfortunate. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but they're a little brown water or and their their Latin name is Aquarius remiges. They're uh, hemipterns, which means they're true bugs. So you can call, if you call this a bug, you're not wrong. Because technically, if you call anything that isn't a hemiptern a bug, you're incorrect. Well, a
1: true bug.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a, they're, they're if true someone bugs. ever
1: tries, to, if you're like, oh, look at this bug I found, and it's a ladybug, and then they're like, actually, it's not a true bug. You do have a license to punch them.
0: Yeah, that that's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but this this whole order is defined by, they all have specific mouth parts. So if anything has piercing, sucking mouth parts, then it's a Hemipteran, it's a true bug. They're actually, to get even more specific off of Hemipteran, they're in the suborder Heteroptera, and Heteroptera is the kind of classic true bugs.
1: The original flavor.
0: Yeah, they're the original flavor. <laughs> and this, this suborder has the assassin bugs, it has leaf bugs, it has stink bugs, it has shield bugs. It's the, all, all, the, all the classics, the fans. Greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're, they're in the family Geridae, which I mentioned before. And this is all, all water striders are, are in the family Geridae. And this specific genus is genus Aquarius. But Aquarius used to just be a subgenus. But in the 90s, it was elevated to a full-time genus. Mm. And full- <clears throat> Aquarius remiges used to be Gerus Remigis until relatively recently, I think. Because in my little Kaufman's Field Guide... That thing's dated 2009, and I found a couple of resources from around the early 2010s that still refer to it as Jairus Remigis, but now all modern sources seem to call it Aquarius Remigis. And we
1: can't decide on anything, you know? Just, just pick a name. <laughs> yeah, so they also, uh, they go through incomplete metamorphosis, so uh, you're talking about sophisticated um, uh, Yeah, so they basically it just means that you know they go through series of molts, and they basically just sort of get bigger, and end up looking, they're just like tiny versions of the adult's Uh, the they 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 lay their eggs. Uh, you know, below the surface of water on things like just things floating on the surface or rocks, reeds, that kind of thing.
0: Gotta kind of suck for like the eggs. Yeah. You know, your your parents found a real great spy. Like, oh, the the schools here are awesome, and the the neighbors are all nice. Let's lay our eggs here, and then it get washed downstream, and you end up in like a little muddy pit. Yeah. You know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we were we were just talking about the earwigs, what great moms they are, and it's like. eh.
0: Yeah, this is the complete answer. rock yeah. <laughs> All right, honey, sit in the stick. Yeah. Goodbye.
1: And I'll never see you again because I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and something kind of interesting. Uh, about, um, I guess kind of the reproduction is the, this thing called wing polymorphism, and basically it's it means that in like these populations of uh, water strider. They have varying lengths of wings. So there's they have long. There's one with long wings. There's one with short wings. And then there's some that don't that don't have wings at all. And um, this is actually really important for their ability to adapt to their environments because you know like they live in water, streams, ponds, and those things are kind of subject to change. You know because they they can dry out, they can flood, they can, you know all that you know, they can freeze over, like you know, anything like that. Um, so you know the ones with long wings or short wings. They can actually, they can, like, leave. You know, they can fly away from their original habitat and find a new one. And long wings can uh, fly longer and find, like, a more suitable thing. Short wings uh, can fly for shorter distances. But, you know, the, the wings can weigh them down. And it makes them slower. Uh, and then the ones with no wings, obviously they're, you know, they're faster, but they can't uh, as effectively move if there's a, you know, an issue in the environment.
0: There's also there's also a trade off between reproductive ability because the winged morphs, they have a less re- less reproductive success, and there are some populations of water setters that have one generation, and some populations that are two, and a lot of the population with two generations, the first generation doesn't have wings, and the second generation does, mm-hmm. because that's the generation that usually ends up overwintering mm-hmm. or having to leave.
1: Can you imagine if there's that kind of thing with humans? Like, I mean, I know to some degree, it's like, oh, my earlobes are attached or whatever. But if it's just like, yeah, uh, John over there, he doesn't have hair.
0: This yeah, is, or like, yeah, if it's just like environment determined, like it get. It got a little bit too warm, so all my hair fell out yeah. last Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, it's just Lamarckian evolution where I just, I, I, I got someone to pull on my head, so I'm growing taller now.
1: <laughs> yeah, just cartoon physics.
0: If I keep jumping out the window and smashing to the ground, eventually my bones will become yeah, stronger. Yeah, that's
1: exactly how it works. Because
0: they'll keep breaking, and they'll be like, I can't, I don't have to break anymore. Yeah. You know, this is how it works. It's,
1: it's. I don't know why no one else has caught on to this yet.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna actually gonna do it right now.
1: Yeah, go, go for it. Yeah. oh my god Dante Dante all right he's dead it's my podcast now um okay so another interesting thing about uh the water strider I'm back oh okay well I got excited I thought it was my podcast it it
0: didn't it didn't work it didn't work it
1: didn't work okay well no well I kind of I took over the podcast while you were gone you did yeah I changed all the social media passwords um, oh, I erased you tamed. from Well, the, like,
0: I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't access it anyways because my my hands are both broken. So
1: yeah. Well, it's, yeah, all
0: right. I'm literally a talking head right now.
1: Yeah. Oh, I love that man. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah. So another thing about water striders. I mean, I I mean, I kind of knew some things about them, but I really didn't know that much uh, as researching. And I was surprised to find out they were predators. I always just sort of assumed that they were like, oh, it's fun little dudes who probably eat pond scum or something. But no.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly never expected that either because it just didn't. Yeah, they like, I, they don't seem very predatorial.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they actually they um they feast upon unlucky bugs that fall on the water surface and then they grab them with their forelegs and then they you know, they just they suck out <laughs> their juices.
0: It's actually pretty brutal cuz I saw a couple of videos of like a large insect falls in and they all just swarm it yeah. and just completely suck it dry. Terrifying. They also they even do they even, they even do cannibalism as well sometimes. Well, like if they're in a stressed if there's not enough food or the area is drying out, they'll just start eating each other.
1: And they, they'll, yeah, they'll eat, you know, things like um, mosquito larvae too that, you know, like mm-hmm. some aquatic insects that come to the surface, like that kind of thing. So they're the good guys there.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll just grab it by its little feeding, by its little breathing tube yeah. and pull it out. The reproduction is also kind of messed up as well because they, they they do a lot of communication through, like, vibrations in the water. So, like, the different frequency of the vibration can mean different things. With water shutters, when they're mating, the male will often just make a vibrating... It'll it'll vibrate, and then that'll attract predators. It basically, like, if the female doesn't want to mate with the male, the male basically says, I'll take us both down. Oh my god. And starts calling a fish. <laughs> and because the female's on the bottom, if a predator jumped them, then, like, she would get eaten, and the male wouldn't.
1: That's... That's, <laughs> that's Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Chivalries did...
0: But really the most defining feature of a water strider is their water striding ability
1: so their for- which
0: is yeah, <laughs> just looking at them, you can obviously how they do it. they're skating on the surface tension and they can do this because their legs and their entire body for that matter are covered with like these little tiny hairs, and the hairs are made of of like uh two kind of different layers where there's a there's longer larger hairs that give it a sort of water water repelling water repelling ability and there's a smaller. Little like small little hairs under those hairs, and those trap the air. So if it gets pushed underwater, or the whole or the body gets kicked around, it'll just pop back up, can kind of float huh. back up because of the air bubble. And its legs are its legs are like, per, like purely tailored for walking on water. They're practically useless on land. The way their its morphology is, the legs are positioned to spread its weight out as far as it possibly can. Mm-hmm. And the front two legs uh, don't really have much of a purpose in the water moving. They're sometimes used to stabilize the insect, but the middle two legs are used like kind of like. Like oars when you're rowing a boat. So if you saw a slow video, they'd push back and they lift them up in a recovery stroke, and they push back again. And the two rear legs can be used as breaking or almost like rudders, pushing it around.
1: Yeah, it's really it's really cool how to me how these kinds of like mechanical things evolve, and I feel like you see Mm -hmm. this a lot in bugs, you know, where it's like it's. I mean, there's amazing things that evolve in all kinds of animals. but I feel like with insects, especially, it really feels like you're watching like a machine or something
0: you know yeah because it's so like almost simple for yeah. lack of a better
1: word it's like it's like a but, thing like, that's not someone much fluff could build, yeah. you
0: know yeah it's crazy and they they even have like to And one of the ways they can propel by gain, they gain traction when they're propelling because they have a, this claw on their tarsi and the claw isn't it doesn't have the hairs on it, it can penetrate the surface so they'll bring the claw and they'll push and it'll help push them forward and then they'll retract it when they're gliding so yeah. it doesn't it doesn't drag
1: yeah was, i don't know that's just that's really interesting mm-hmm. like um I, had, I wonder like how long it you know i mean i know it's not like exactly how it works but like I, like how long it took for that like movement behavior. yeah like what were yeah. the steps
0: along the way like
1: uh, speaking of also the evolution um as uh, looking up you know like when they first like uh, emerged and it looks like it's around the Albion period, which apparently is at the tail end of the Crustaceous period, which is, I think it's kind of funny. Like, they showed up, and then they're like, oh, hey, this is pretty cool. And then immediately, this <laughs> just a meteorite.
0: They just they open the door to the party. I'm sees season. Like, oh, oh,
1: great. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll be extinct. I don't <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this episode of Insect View. This one's a little shorter, but I uh, hope you don't mind. You yeah, know, make sure to... Give us a review on iTunes and check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and also uh, on our website. That you can, it's linked on our Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, you can follow us there, too, at Insect View Podcast. But thank you for tuning in, and we will see you all next week.
0: All right, so this is us coming to you in post, and we actually won't be seeing you next week because we're going to be taking a bit of a short hiatus as we get back to school. Um, I'm going back to Cleveland State and Mia's... I'm
1: going to Ohio State.
0: So, there'll be a short the time...
1: Ohio State University. Yeah, the.
0: <laughs> But there'll be a short time. We're not going to be recording any episodes, but hopefully we should, once everything... If everything goes smoothly, we'll be back to making episodes, but it'll be on a every other week schedule, as we'll have schoolwork to do, and we won't be able to devote all our time to this, so... We've had a blast making these for you over the summer, and we continue to keep doing it for the foreseeable future.
1: Thanks for uh, tuning in for our episodes while we're making them. Yeah, and we'll see you uh, sometime in the future.